talked about that episode yes of we did teachers lounge where they still fun to do it yes. <laughs> uh steal your face off number three steal it off three times this is nice because i don't have to do any of the work and yeah, i did a lot of work other than one piece of work which i just realized i haven't done yet <laughs> your piece of work <laughs> <laughs> uh which is download all the songs from the drive <laughs> oh jesus but with this super fast internet these days, it won't take long. Oh, there's a mosquito on my computer. Oh, you got mosquitoes already? Oh, yeah, dude. They were, wow. I mean, today was the first time I saw them, but yes. Yeah. We were out by the fire today. Fire. That's nice. We had It was like 70 degrees here two days ago. Yeah, it was, at, it was 70 here. Well, that's more expected. But before tracks, we have snacks. Oh, yeah. Let's get it going. Whoops. Whoops. What happened? It's early. It's, it's early. all early. snack. Yeah. Yeah. I something. So, do you remember how I was telling you about those Japanese movies that are on HBO that are like kids' movies? Like the uh, Studio Ghibli's? Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch any? No. no the really. only one I've ever seen is I saw with you at Coolest oh, yeah. Corner Playhouse. We the saw Princess Mononoke. Mononoke. Yeah. yeah. That one's a little more adult themed, but the other ones are pretty kid movies. So, so we've been so they're all on HBO now. Then there's some of them that we hadn't seen. So we've kind of been going through watching all of them. So we watched one called um, Pom Poco last night. So I started watching. It's about like raccoons or raccoons, as I prefer to say, actually. That um, that they can they can I like, they they like call them trash pandas. <laughs> yeah. uh, or they're also known as Tanuki. Uh, this like they're magical. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and they Tanuki's turn into from Mario. Yes, you could be Tanuki Mario, but but it's actually from Japanese uh, folklore, mm. and so uh, Tanuki are like um, raccoons mostly, but other animals too. They can turn, they can shape shift, look look like humans or look like other sort sort of animals. So these um, raccoons sometimes they look kind of like a raccoon. Tricksters. Sometimes they look like yeah. Sometimes they look like people, but sometimes they look like in between sort of cartoon in between people and raccoons. But when they look like that, like I'm watching. Yeah, I'm watching them, and I'm like, mm. wait, what, what is that? Wait, is that, that a nutsack? <laughs> like, oh, it's like a furry. They just have nutsacks, oh, right? No. Like, yeah, and all the guys have nutsacks. So I'm like, oh, okay. That was like the first meme, wasn't it? That squirrel with the giant nutsack. <laughs> yeah, but these are they're not they're not giant. They're just like a little like it's a little it's like a W, you know, kind of drawn out. Oh, it's the, just a pr- just tasteful. 
Yeah, yeah. But it's clearly there. I'm like, whoa, it's a nutsack. So the movie goes along, and then there's this scene where this old man is like, they're all the tanukis, the young tanukis are learning how to shape shit. His nutsack is like super long. (laughs) They're all all hanging out outside, and he's like, do you see this red carpet you're hanging out on? They're like, yeah, like very nice. He's like, that is my pouch, my raccoon pouch. What? Yeah, and then he sucks it back in. He goes, and it's like it's his nuts, and it was it was this red, perfectly square thing. But then, as the movie goes on, their nuts become more prevalent in in the um plot of the movie. You can act like a man. They 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 use their nuts as like trampolines. Like oh stop! Then they they're throwing them like ninja stars. Yes, and then they become they never they never come off of their body completely, but then they like they it's not start a king using, missile situation. No, but they use them as weapons to attack oh, stop people. It. And they're like huge balls that they like float on and stuff sometimes. Oh, and they is so I was just like and it's a kids movie, but like they talk about and they don't mm, No, it's come, not. Well, but it's just that's the Who only says? Who Let's said it was? I don't know. Show me one thing that suggests it. <laughs> it kind of is a kids movie. I mean, it's like a kids movie, but like the, their nuts are all over the place. I was just, I was, I was shocked. But they only ever call them their raccoon pouches. <laughs> and they only call the them men. the pouch. So they're pretending it's a pouch. Yeah. No, but the, but it's their nuts with, with and nuts like, in it. Yeah. But you know they're like, yeah. I don't know. You, it's, if you know what nuts are, do you think they're nuts? thinking it's a pouch with just two actual like acorns in it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. They didn't. Ta- they didn't talk about it. Other than calling them pouches. But one guy tricked another guy into standing on his. Oh, there was a whole pe- bunch of people standing on <laughs> It was like a party on his pouch. Yeah, party on his pouch. Everyone was invited. <laughs> yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah, it was crazy. So I don't remember that in Princess Mononoke. No, but the other ones I recommended don't have any sort of wackiness like that. <laughs> I, I like to quiz Golden on... on uh, maybe we talked about this before, I don't know, but like on... Um, we've talked about... Uh, what? How many of the beers you drank? No, from New no. Hampshire, <laughs> on uh, Vermont, on um, on like friends, like weird friends who are like the next door neighbor, or whatever, on eighties TV shows. Oh, nice! So, like in Growing Pains, it would have been. Have this no is idea. this one you definitely should know. It was Boner. Oh, Boner! <laughs> really? That was his name. Yeah, Boner. Boner. Yeah. What was the curly-haired guy on Charles in Charge that was like super stupid? I didn't really watch Charles in Charge. Catherine would know that one. Buddy. Oh, Buddy. Yeah, no, I do. Yeah. I do know that. Yeah. Buddy. I know he wasn't that curly-haired. Maybe for a while. I thought he was. I'm remembering. I'm picturing him curly. What about Doogie Howser? Uh oh! His don't friend. tell me. Yep, I know. I can picture him. Um, Vinny. Yeah. Like, is it really? Yes. Oh, nice. It's Vinny Del Pino. Del Pino. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew it was Vinny something. <laughs> yeah. Um, for for a period in the eighties, when I was like growing up, I was like, um, oh, when I get older, I'm I'm like gonna definitely like talk to my friends through their bedroom windows, and they're gonna talk <laughs> to me through mine. Like that was like every show. Go into that's their how house, they communicated. Go in their house through the window. Yeah, yeah. Just climb yeah. on in through the window. Yeah. Came in through the bathroom window. Um. <laughs> Abducted by a band of hogs. <laughs> nope. There's Skippy. I, that, I have no idea what that line is. No, I don't. I is it abducted by something? No. Um, well, now you said it. Now it's in my head. Fuck. Uh, no. Nope. Oh, it's a, a, um, a duck, abducted. Abduct. No, it's abducted by a band of hogs. 
Did <laughs> yeah. I say abducted before? I meant abducted. Ad, adducted. Adjunctive. Conjunct- conjunctivitis. Yeah. It's about pink eye. <laughs> All right. I'm excited about this one. This is going to be fun. The thing, so I, in the past, the steal your face. Don't off, apologize for it in the first 10 seconds. I'm not, a, well, not at all. all. So I'm super excited about all it. Right. It's going to be fun. I thought, about, I thought you were going to throw a butt in there. No, no. The thing that's, I'm explaining what's different about it. So the thing that's different about it is that in the past, we've done, steal your face off has been new music or mm-hmm. relatively new music. Uh, certainly new at the time of recording. This None one, of which I knew. Right. This one is not going to be that at all. This okay. one is just one of my favorite stories of a song, of a rock song, like how it came to be and all that stuff. Right. So I'm telling a story. So super excited about it. Let's go ahead and just put on track number one. <laughs> Why did you say it like that? That's my radio voice. <laughs> all right, here we go. You know it? Uh, it does sound very familiar. Oh, Mountain. Yeah. 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 This is a Hepcat. Yeah. The lock up on my garden gets a snail. That's what it is. <laughs> the lock up on my garden gets a snail. That's what it is. Great voice. First yeah. there is a mountain, then no mountain, then there we'll definitely is. get into lyrics right after this because it's great. First there is a mountain, then there is no mountain, then there is. Oh, yeah. There's not much to it. Like no. just the just the acoustic guitar. A lot of a lot of percussion. No bouncy. Mm-hmm. It's all about his voice. Yeah, and the flute's good too. It's there's a bunch of people just yelling in the background. Mm-hmm. All right. I like that guitar, that recording the way he like does oh, that, that lazy I don't remember that part there. there. Yeah, it's like syncopated. The way he does the vocals. His <laughs> voice is so crazy. It is really good. The timbre is great, but it also just sounds like an old, an older British guy doing the news, kind of. But yeah. <laughs> well, the guitar. <laughs> Shaking a chain link fence. Yeah. And it and it fades out with vocals. Uh, that's odd. Yeah. Different, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I love Donovan. I like almost all of his stuff. That's really fun. Um so yeah, that that was uh released in August of nineteen sixty seven as a single, actually, by Donovan. So it is. There is a mountain, 
um, yeah, the lyrics sound really simple and really kind of uh, just just almost nonsensical, just kind of fun, like ch- children's song almost kind of thing. But it turns I always out thought of it as like um, transcend, like Zen, like it is. No, that's ex- yeah. that's exactly right. Maybe we talked about this before because this is something I've been into for a while, and so we might have talked about this before. But um, Donovan actually uh, read some Zen stuff by you know originally in Chinese. This Qingyuan uh, Weixin, later translated by Suzuki, but. Um, he said, uh, before I had studied Zen for 30 years, I saw mountains as mountains and rivers as rivers. When I arrived at a more intimate knowledge, I came to the point where I saw mountains are not mountains and rivers are not rivers. But now that I've got its very substance, I'm at rest. For it's just that I see mountains once again as mountains and rivers once again as rivers. Hmm. So that's the Buddhist writings of Zen Buddhism. But yeah, I mean, so I, I, I you know, I've been... So into- it's not about just like that sometimes things are there and then they change and then they may come back around again. It's about, it's his change. It's the changing of his mind and perception of a thing that's, so it's not that the thing itself has changed. It's his perception of it changed. It, it's both. It's both. Cause it, it um, so it, and one level, you know, I actually read some about this today. I kind of got into it and I was, I was reading like some Buddhist writings about this. Um, but it, what is the substance of a mountain? If, if, if you, like if you dig your hand into a mountain, it's, not mountain it's like grass and rocks mm-hmm. and like you know it, it, at, at different levels you look at it it's not just mountain what makes up a mountain what is the essence of mountain right mm-hmm. but, I mean, but leslie west obviously what what's that <laughs> he's the guitarist <laughs> from mountain oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> but but then so 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 at first you think oh it's just a mountain but then you get into it you're like this isn't a mountain this is rocks this is birds this is trees this is snow but then you realize well that all makes up a mountain right but mm-hmm. at the same time that is the basis of buddhism like one of the one of the tenets of like when, when you talk about rivers too in the same in that same buddhist thing like is a river is just the water flowing through the river is it the same water that fl- it's flowing through the river at all times no the river is a is and, and they describe people this way too. The people are like a flame. When when a flame burns, is it the same flame? No, it's constantly in flux. It's constantly changing. But also, you have like the ego, right? So like when you first, you, at first, your your conception of yourself is 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 set. Like I am me. I am separate from other things. But then when you start to uh, study Buddhism or something like that, you realize that you, there is no ego. You are not different from everything. You are connected, intrinsically connected to everything else. So there is no you. But then eventually you realize that it's both. Like there is me and there is everything else, but we're just connected. And that's like enlightenment, I guess, or whatever, if you get to that point. I don't really understand that third. First there's a mountain, then there is no mountain, then there is. The then there is part, I don't really understand. But I think you get there if you're like very like into, the, like if you reach enlightenment or something, like then, then you understand what that is. Mm-hmm. I kind of understand like the ego thing, like getting rid of the ego. But anyway, I, we get, get, do not have to do all that, but getting pretty far into that. Anyway, so I really dig that. And, and so other lyrics are um, the lock upon my garden gates, a snail. That's what it is. That, that is pretty esoteric. What does that mean? I don't know. I think it's kind of the same thing. A lock upon my garden gates. Yeah. A, a lock snail. Up, uh, it, it's a gate. It's gate as in gate apostrophe as like gate is a snail. I think the gate might, the lock might be shaped like a snail, but is it really a snail? No, it just represents a snail, right? Say the line one more time. The lock upon my garden gates a snail. That's what it is. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. 
gate okay gates right yeah so gate, like gate apostrophe is. s yes oh. and then the, so and then so it's a shape like snow oh, that makes that yeah. makes sense yeah. he but just it's happened weird. to see it yeah. yeah but 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 that's what it is but you know is it and then the caterpillar sheds its skin oh, the first there's a mountain then there's a mountain whatever and then the caterpillar sheds its skin to find a butterfly within i think mm-hmm. that's again that transformation that you kind of like when you when you understand the mountain thing um yeah, then more mountain. Then, then Owanita, Owanita, Owanita. What's call that your name. all about? Yeah, I don't know. Then that just comes out of nowhere. I think and then just saying things that sound cool. Yeah, that's true. And then, oh, the snow will be a blinding sight to see as it lies upon yonder hillside. That's the part you said you didn't remember. I did not remember that part. Which almost serves like a as a little bridge. It's a, yeah, yeah, exactly. That whole that thing, the Owanita and oh, the snow is kind Owanita. of the bridge. Yeah, and it's not much of one. No. And then it just repeats all the stuff again, the lock upon the garden gate, the caterpillar, and then the mountain. Hmm. Um, it's great imagery, and it yeah, sounds it really great. Is. Yeah. And it doesn't really sound like, like you know, that, the, that 60s era produced a lot of, like, navel-gazing type yeah. folk rock like that. But And it all kind of sounds the same, but that that song doesn't sound like anything else to me. That's a very... Well, it, unique it, song. It captured, I mean, he must have really, I, I, I don't know about Donovan, I didn't look into his study of Zen, but he must have really under, I mean, it just, he, it, it's playful, and yet it, it's, it, and it shows such a deep understanding of Zen, yet it doesn't take itself too seriously. It's fun, and it, you know, and, it, you know, one of the tenets in Zen, like the, the Zen mind, beginner's mind, like, you're, you, you always feel like you're a beginner, like, you should always feel like you don't, you're always learning, you're always a mm. beginner. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what that sounds. It sounds childlike, you know? I really I really like it. Mm. Anyway, so that was August 67. So then about a month later, track two, what is contained in track two happens. So can you this is not high quality. So what was the first one? What what date are we on? August 67. That's just when it was released. 67. Oh, that's yeah. later than I was thinking it was. Yeah. But then in um september in 67 mm-hmm. a track what is contained in track two happens low quality but it fits this helps the story so go ahead okay. it's a band we all know and love yeah see if you can figure out what song just, just drops us in the middle it's just a clip it's gonna be hard to it's it's a jam, it's be hard to figure out. There Hear that? Is. Yep. Yeah. You hear how somebody picks up the melody there? Jerry was playing something, I think it was Phil goes, like Philip finished the lick for him. Isn't that crazy? So that was it. That that's that's the reference there. Mm-hmm. That's like a month later. Really? Yeah. After the release of that song. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. He, he, he bought the record. Yeah. You hear what Bobby's doing? The fan or me or me.
Yeah, Bobby's going That's nuts. That's great. <laughs> Actually, I had to make this mono oh, because the, they had faded out. The there. keyboards were sound, were so good. Yeah, they just came in there. Yeah, the yep. keyboard does pig pen. Um, I had to make it mono because uh, the one side, like the the left side, was going whoop 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 whoop. Like it was. Oh, really? It was coming. The, the recording's really bad, so I had to I had to do it. I, I did a lot of like denoising and uh and mixing and stuff to try to get these things sounding a little better because it fits the story but what what i love about that is i guess that, that other one no yeah right it sounded like a lot no it's uh alligator alligator okay yeah um i actually have another one uh from 68 up next just because i wanted to get a good one with that in there but so this is from 9367 um it's uh alligator from uh the place called Dance Hall in Rio Nido, California. Okay. So. Yes. Yeah. So this is the second time in this show they played Alligator. All right. But um, they, they, they <laughs> so good, right? Good. This one's sick. The last one was from Rio Nido, and, and this is from uh, 82168, Fillmore West. Okay. About a year after the one we heard before. Yeah. So it's still Alligator, still referencing There Is a Mountain. So it was like a thing in this song. This one's good, though. Drums are crazy. Yeah. I'm really stealing your face off here. I stole it all. Stole your yeah. whole thing. I mean, your whole is, I'm loving this. Oh, dude. I mean, what everybody is doing is amazing right now. Yeah. Bobby's playing amazing chords. Phil bombing. Drum is insane. Jerry's ripping. Pig's uh, playing sick keys. I mean, that? that. Listen. Yeah. I mean, everybody's yeah. crushing it. Uh, is he going to come? <laughs> Any second. I can hear it. He's working it like the seeds of it. Yeah. He's spreading with some seed. No, not yet. Too soon, too soon. Oh yeah, that keyboard down. And Bobby wow. just started playing only beautiful chords. Yeah. Like the crazy jazzy Jerry's stuff. Jerry's just screeching. Yep. So much energy. Uh. Oh. That. Listen to what Pigpen when when Jerry does. Listen, but when Jerry does the the riff, oh, listen to what Pigpen does. It's crazy. Yeah, Pigpen. 
What are those notes? I know. It's like he went to the other end of the hall. <laughs> yeah. Frank This is insanely good. Yeah. Oh, it's like oh Phil. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Bill and Big Ben playing off each other. Kind of. Holy shit. Bill is fucking shredding. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my word. Yeah, this, this is the insane. Insane. That is gorgeous. Yeah, gorgeous. Oh, I have goosebumps. Phil again, Jesus. Can you imagine being there? Oh, no. Oh, my God. 68. Fillmore, to get all the good shows. They got them all, man. Oh. So what Phil and Jerry are doing together? I know. It's crazy. Play oh god. Oh, Phil went way low. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. Hear <laughs> 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 that shit? <laughs> Big Ben starts playing the riff along with him, then goes like. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Awesome. That was amazing. Absolutely amazing. Oh, yeah. Super fun. Can you imagine like, if you went to any concert and this happened? I mean, listen, what's happening right now? Whoa. Went a little minor for a second. I wasn't going to we bid you good night for a second there. Yeah. Huh. No, that is. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
This isn't, this isn't like the fun of the set list is that, though. Still just walking. I mean, this part right here has a real. It's, it's gonna be. I, mean, I don't want to be sacrilege or whatever, but that had a real like fish feel to it, like just super, just only hitting the joy notes. Yeah. Oh man, building it back up. Just uh, dirty blues. So, fair warning, we're going to be here all night. <laughs> I think I'm joking. <laughs> oh, dude. Big account there. Oh, those staccato notes that Pigpen's in now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Can we play a harmonica at the end there? I don't know. I didn't hear I it. heard a harmonica note. So that's it. That was crazy. Fillmore West. Crazy. 821.68. That's um they will go from alligator for three minutes into drums for three minutes, a jam with Gar- Garcia and drums for three minutes, then alligator for nine minutes. We heard that alligator for nine minutes. That's the part we heard. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, that whole thing. Can you imagine? I mean, the whole, th- you know, it would have been fun to do the whole thing, but it was just too much from oh, alligator sure. drums and jam and alligator considering everything else I got going on in the show. But man, so, you know, that's, uh, that was a thing and, and they did it a bunch and it was often an alligator, but though not always. So the, the mountain okay. jam mountain, uh, there's so a mountain. Like reference. if you got a tape, like it wouldn't be ca- that. I would not call that out as mountain jam on a tape. I, I no. mean, that, that, that's like a mountain jam tease reference. Yeah. It's a tease. Right. No. And, and you're calling it Mountain Jam, but that is at this point, that is there is a mountain. Not reference. that Jerry was one for teases really at all, right? I mean, no. that's like a big difference between him and Trey. Like, Trey loves right. to drop a tease in. But he did that one all the time. Yeah. He loved that melody. Yeah. I don't know yeah, why, cool. but he loved it. Cool. And so he did it, you know, a bunch. And there's actually, you know, in, um, what's the website that you use that I just used for this? Uh, like Archive? Uh, no, no, for uh, finding the good versions, like Hetty... Heady the versions? versions, yeah. Heady versions has a. Wait, wait, wait. I also wait. I also love a website called Heady Virgins. Which one? <laughs> no, I, no, I can't. What are you saying? Heady versions or Heady Virgins? Um, Heady Virgil. Oh. Uh, Heady Versions has <laughs> a their um mountain jam like best mountain jams from the. Oh day. really? Yeah, because yeah. they did it often enough where mm-hmm. it happened. You know, and again, we're calling it Mountain Jam. Mountain Jam does not exist. This is a reference to there is a mountain. 
Right. So, but then, you probably uh, see where this is going, In on May 4th, 1969, Star Wars Day. The, the next track, what is, which one are we at now? Four? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Four. the next track. Again, slightly low quality, but this is because one of those first times it happened, So, and this is the best I could find. Uh, so make that one go. This is from what date again? Uh, May 4th, 1969. Oh, Star Wars Day. Right. May the 4th be with them. Oh, this is raw. Yeah, it's a rough one. Brothers. Yep. Yeah. First time. I'm trying to figure out if that's Yeah, I don't know, actually. I have a hard time telling. I don't know all those well enough. You can't tell them apart. Unless one of them is clearly playing slide. And slide, and clearly right. Isn't. Yeah. Nobody Funky. Yeah, that's. So remember what Phil was doing in that one alligator? He was like going nuts. That was. I was really reminiscent of what Barry Oakley does on bass for this song in general. He goes, "Wait till we hear a better sounding version." This one is really rough. Yeah. For 69, this is the first year they started. This is just, the, they were just starting out. Really? Yeah. What year was Eat a Peach? Um, 70, I think. But they're tight, you know? They're so funky already. Oh, yeah. This is the first time they ever played this. Eat a Peach was 72. 72, yeah. The internet saying. Yep. So I did a lot to try to clean this up, and it still sounds like this. <laughs> I just can only hear one guitar. I want to hear the other guitar, you know? They don't really do the um, harmony thing. And I, this is just a clip. I kind of... Okay. I... I um, just because there's a, there's way better versions to listen to, but I just wanted to listen to a little bit of the first one. This, yeah, I mean, this is clearly like the song. Yes, like he's mimicking the vocals. Yep. Listen to that, man. So funky. Yeah. Oh, such good organ. He's no angel. No. <laughs> Rocky Dennis's dad, right? I don't know. With Cher? Yeah. Married Cher. <laughs> Did he not play also not play Rocky Dennis's dad? <laughs> I just think because he was married to Cher in real life. I think just because I'm imagining. Cher. I don't that. think he really did that. <laughs> but maybe. I don't actually don't know. <laughs> no, I have to look it up. It's possible. Why not? You got Cher. Right. 
I just don't know how good an actor okay. he is. Note self, during a pandemic, you can't just Google mask and assume the movie's going to come up. <laughs> well, that bass is funk, dude. Yeah. I'm fading it out here. Sam Elliott. Oh, yeah. Same guy. Pretty much yeah, the same. Gar, his name was. So, what I was supposed to say before I played that, before we played <laughs> that, <laughs> what I meant to do was that in Bill Graham's book, Bill Graham Presents, he talks about a night at the Fillmore East where he came into the room where it happened to be Jerry Garcia, Dwayne Allman, and Peter Green all jamming together on There Is a Mountain. Peter Green is that Fleetwood Mac? Fleetwood Mac before okay. Fleetwood Mac became dumb. Um, yeah, so 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 those guys were all jamming on There Is a Mountain. Um, he doesn't give cool. a year. He doesn't give a year. So so it's not clear whether or not that was influential. Was was it something that already existed in one of uh, their repertoires? Yeah, or was that the influence for Dwayne yeah. Allman to start playing it after playing it with Peter Green and Why Jerry? wouldn't he he's going to put that fucking story? He's putting that story in there because everybody knows they both played it. Why wouldn't he tell you when that happened? I uh you know, and I I'm just going off. I didn't read to be fair. I didn't read okay. the entirety of Bill Graham's Bill so Graham presents. Told us it. But I don't but it doesn't say that in in the thing that I'm reading anyway. So I don't know. So so the chance that I don't want to speak ill of the dead. The or a friend dead. of the or, no, you know the dead or a friend of the dead. Right, don't. But that so that that may have been an influence on the Almond Brothers playing that song because clearly Jerry was Jerry was doing it. What? Now I have to tell that story because of the way you just said that. What? I'm sorry. All right, so, <laughs> um, on Conan O'Brien. Uh huh. One night. He had the Allman Brothers on as a musical guest. Right. And then also a guest that was sitting in the chair is Johnny Rotten. Oh, wow. Okay. Johnny Rotten. He's a terrible so the, person. The, the Allman Brothers go on and they play first. Okay. Yeah. And Johnny Rotten comes out. And one of the questions Conan O'Brien says to him is, so um, Johnny, you know, with the sex pistols and all that stuff, you guys were, you know, rebelling against like, well, you know, politics and music and you know like what were some of the bands that you were like rebelling against at the time that you didn't you know that you felt like you needed to do what you did and he goes the allman brothers (laughs) (laughs) it's amazing of course he did it's amazing how can but anytime somebody but anytime somebody says it and you just said it you was like the Allman Brothers. And I was like, oh no, it's yep. Good. Oh, that, my that's word. good. It fits right into the theme. Oh, right in with word. the theme. Look it so, up. It's on YouTube. I found it recently. Look yeah. look up Johnny Rotten. Yeah, he's on always good it's for insane. a ridiculous quote. He's like um, you know, the Gallagher brothers before the Gallagher brothers came around. <laughs> the Oasis. <laughs> oh buttheads. man, they could have been that band could have been so good. <laughs> I mean, it was Holman. good. Yeah, I thought it was good. Well, they wrote but, some I mean, great they songs. They stuck around. They could have written great songs. But they were already going down the tubes, though. From were anyway. they? Yeah, their songs weren't nearly as good. But um, all right. So that, but it's, it's a cool. Th- I mean, so it's a cool story. Right? I, mean, I just, I just when I, so I knew. Yeah, I love that story of the three of them sitting around playing it together. But the whole thing was just it. Literally, when I discovered it, it I was just like, 
what the fuck? Like I had <laughs> when when I first heard that I knew about the Almond Brothers Mountain Jam. That was the first thing I knew about. Then all of a sudden I realized, wait, that's from and then then I heard Donovan. All of a sudden, like, whoa, that's that song. Like, did Donovan rip off the Almond Brothers? And then I realized it was just the Almond Brothers ripping off Donovan. But then I discovered that Jerry was would do it all the time and then i discovered that there was this jam apparently that happened between these guys so anyway just crazy just really cool it really is it's very cool and so what is even i was a little bit next that we're going to listen to the live at the fillmore version because it is the best i don't know if you know that do you know live at the fillmore allman brothers that's when they have the video of it right I don't the video. Maybe I don't know. I I only I, know that it was released on album, and it's just inc- it's their most popular live album by far. Yes, yeah. So I was I a little. Know that one. I was a little reluctant at first. I'm like, everybody's gonna know this, but then I realized that today is the 50th anniversary of the playing of that. So I'm like, are you serious? Yep. I'm like, fuck it. All right. Fuck it. Yeah. So it's 30 minutes. So is it really? Strap the fuck in. Oh, my word. It's 30 minutes? Strap the fuck in. <laughs> Think of some fucking jokes. Because you're going to need them. We're going to have to try to keep people's interest here. All right. <laughs> Let's see if we can do it. Let's do it. There's going to be drums. There's a long drum section, too. So. Is there really? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> this is going to be a test. We're going to have to start doing this kind of thing. <laughs> This is going to be a test for like next time we when we start to do uh you know Dark Star or some shit. This is what we're going to be although they never really go. We did that one um Love Light that or whatever that was that went like 30 minutes something like that or 20 that minutes. That one was long, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. let's do it. Go. This is the next track. Should we grab anything first or hit the, go to the bathroom first? <laughs> I I'm, I'm good. We you know to make water. Do you have to? <laughs> You have to make water. No, I'm good. I can hold my water. <laughs> Save your jokes for the middle about bathroom jokes. <laughs> Save your pee-pee jokes for the middle of the song, the during drums. Right. Wow. I don't I don't know if you should have told me it was 30 minutes before we started. <laughs> but doctor, I'm Pelagi. <laughs> You know that story? No. I don't know what the clown's name is. It's, some, it's like Pelagio. Or Pelagio or Palacio or something. You know that one? No. This guy goes to the doctor. Yeah. This doctor, I'm depressed. He says, oh, you just need to, you just need something exciting in your life. You know, like, go out and do something fun. Like, go out, oh, in town, like, one of the world's greatest clowns of all time is going to be here tonight. Go, go take your wife and go see, go see Pelagio. And the guy, the patient says, "Doctor, I am Pelagi." <laughs> <laughs> or something. I don't know if the name is, but you know, he's the clown. Yeah. <sighs> All right, step in. Should I have waited 27 minutes to tell that story? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Two guitars, clearly. Isn't Barry Oakley in this too? He just so he he's constantly moving. Yeah. Yeah. 
But that's a little different from the original version. Wasn't that like harmony? And the keyboards sound great. Yeah, amazing sound. And just like and doubling the guitars too with the keyboard. They just have this innate ability. I think they can just harmonize like that. I think they could do it. Yeah, I think I think they <laughs> No, but I mean <laughs> God damn it. Son <laughs> of a bitch. <laughs> when they're improvising, I think they can just harmonize like that too. Like I don't think they just write things like that. I think they can just do it automatically. Cause they do sometimes. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's so crazy, those high notes. Sky Dog. <laughs> that was Dwayne Allman's nickname. You said that on one of these already. I did not know that. That's funny. It's so crazy, right? Yeah, it's a crazy name. Especially because now he's in the sky. Yeah. Like, did they give I, him that name after he went to the sky? Or no, no, he, he was still a, alive. He was a dog. He was a sky dog on the ground. Really? Grounded Sky Dog, yeah. Four paws down. <laughs> I think this is Dickie Betts starting off. What's that note right there? Does it again. <laughs> Third time. Oh. Fourth time. I think he fucked up the first time and then turns it into like... Really? A, a modal change, yeah. Because they talked about that. I read somewhere that they didn't really like this version because there's like another bunch of flubs like that. But it's so wildly popular. People love this version. <laughs> Maybe this is Dwayne. I don't know. What this, do is, I know? this is Dwayne. I think before yeah. was Dick. What do we know? We're fucking two idiots. Yeah. Listen to this. Oh, I know. I love this. Although I will say, a lot of those little riffs and stuff like that, they did, like, from the beginning. You Listening to that first one, some of the improvisational riffs, like, they, they use them again and again. Huh. It's a little different than The Dead, for sure. Oh, listen to those harmonics. And I'll just fade this down now. <laughs> no. <laughs> we heard the whole song. I mean, that's <laughs> you get the gist. <laughs> nice. Greg's like, hey, I'm here. Yeah. Here I am. Listen to Barry Oakley, though. Yeah, I know. How can you not? He does this the entire time. And he's playing. I mean, how is his hand not like this, like a like a claw from cramping up after playing like his plucking hand? Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Yeah, and these guys. <laughs> yep. <laughs> these guys. These guys. These, they're guys. Yeah. They're guys, guys. Listen to that. That chord's crazy. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that's like spy movies stuff. Yeah. Sam Elliott can really play the keyboard. <laughs> Gar. Did you watch? You said you've been watching a little bit of the Muppet Show. Did you oh, know yeah. that Floyd, the bass player from the Muppet band, is uh, patterned after Dwayne Allman? Really? Yeah, he's, he looks like Dwayne Allman. He's got that. You know, Dwayne Allman had the beard with no like. Oh yeah, thing? the big chops. Yeah, Floyd looks just like. Look at a picture of Floyd and a picture of Dwayne Allman. He was patterned right after. Him. All right. Who's the guy that plays the piano with the golden tooth? Yeah, Doctor Teeth. Oh, is that his name? <laughs> who's Who's that doctor with the teeth? <laughs> That's really his name. Yeah. Wait, but I thought it was like a dog. That's Rolf. Rolf plays the keyboard and so does Dr. Teeth. Okay. It's like TC and Pigpen playing together at the same time. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know if Rolf was in the uh, in the band. Dr. Teeth was the leader of the band. Leader of the band is tired. <laughs> <laughs> Electric Mayhem was the name of the band. Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. Nice. What was the... Uh, the woman's name. Janice. Janice. She's a valley girl. Yep. And then the um, sax player, Zoot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and there's a, there's a famous jazz saxophone player named Zoot Sims. I think he must have been named after Zoot Sims. Because huh. my dad liked Zoot Sims as a jazz saxophone. And he saw him and got like a, a signed, I have a signed photograph signed of Zoot Sims. Saxophone? No. <laughs> signed sax. Uh, yeah, from uh, Ghibli. Yeah. Keep your Ghiblis in it. <laughs> Showing the Ghiblis. Yeah, I just don't know how Barry Oakley keeps up this pace. How can he? Gotta be exhausting. The drummers are going pretty frenetic too. Mm-hmm. Got another one after this too. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they're harmonizing now. A little bit. Hear the guitar harmony? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when one takes a solo, the other guitar is so low, it goes so low in the mix. Well, you know, they're definitely, they're not, they don't do, they're not like the dead where the music is playing the band. This is more of like a, I mean, they're definitely in the pocket and they're rocking, but there's a solo going on. Someone right. is soloing. And that, that does happen with the dead too. And I imagine the Almond Brothers also sometimes dabble in like, you know, being a whole unit and not like someone being out at the front as much. But they definitely do more of just the soloing. Thanks, I need a better view. Is it? Yeah, it's still mountain. Yeah. They don't change. 
I mean, it definitely, they go type 2 a little bit. I mean, they go in total drums and all that stuff. But this is still Mountain. Yeah. Barry Oakley was, I mean, Dwayne Allman and Barry Oakley were incredible. For those two guys who have died in such short order, at like the age of like 24, whatever the fuck they were. Come on, man, what the fuck? Crazy. I like Barry Oakley a lot. Yeah, he's crushing it. Yeah. And his sound? Listen to that. <laughs> there he goes, yeah. He gets a little farty. Yeah, he gets a just farty enough. The perfect fart level. The whole band like, keeping it up like this for this long. It's just like, mm -hmm. just keep going. And they did this all the time. Oh, dude. That yeah. bass. Yeah. He's playing oh, faster. Oh, that's sick. He's playing faster than the guitar players. He was doing like a little like stutter step thing in there. Yeah. It was crazy. Get making it real pretty. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. But that's like a skill. Like, I don't think I could just harmonize with someone on an instrument like that. No. <laughs> that's why they're the best at it. Yeah. I just don't think I can do that thing that the two who are the best at doing it could do it. Well, I mean, I can't even do it crappy in a crappy way. <laughs> like, it's like, I just don't ever even try. Like, harmonizing with someone is not something I think to do. What do you think of these two drummers versus the dead two drummers? Uh, I mean, I can tell you that whoever did this didn't know how to mic a drum set. Yeah. I mean, they don't sound nearly as crisp and clear as the dead drums do. This, uh, at least pre-80s dead. Yeah. The drums get a little muddy in the mix for me in the 80s, but before that, I mean, the drums just sound amazing. This is, this is definitely kind of type two at this point. Feel mm -hmm. pretty. Yeah, it feels like the Layla outro. Yeah. The piano part. <laughs> yeah, so sad. The drums don't really well, Maybe slow I mean down. wonderful tonight. I hope not. I hope you don't mean that. I mean, tonight, is, tonight is wonderful, but that song is not. There's no sounds. Yeah, the the seagulls is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's nuts. The birds are crying. The birds are crying. Why are the birds so sad? <laughs> All right, some drums. 
they are pretty locked in though. They're tight. Was it two full kits, or did one person have like bongos and congas? I, yeah. What's his name? Like Jamo, whatever his name is. Like oh, Jamoy. <laughs> Jamiroquai. I think his name was. I don't know. I remember seeing it on a album cover. I think he was at the. Um, get that rainbow concert for Clapton. Oh, maybe. We used to have that on vinyl. But yeah, I think I think one of them has like some. They both have kits, but one of them has more. Uh, I think Butch Trucks has like is the main like with the kit and doesn't. But then the other guy has um, more percussion stuff. But they're both playing kits here. It's not like anybody's doing bongos at this point. Are we going to do an episode of The Dead Just With Drums? Um, I didn't originally think I wanted to, but yeah. now I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sarcastic. In fact, I'm picking out my top three favorite drums right now. <laughs> Snare's got to be in there. <laughs> Definitely Snare. No spoilers, but you got to believe Snare's going to be in the top three. What about Cowbell? Gong? Those are dark horse. Or that, that crazy, maybe the, remember the laser <laughs> that Mickey played in that one thing that we listened to a while ago? No. It was like, it was a 90s version with, of one of the songs. In, oh, the beam? Yeah. Yeah, the beam. Um, no. <laughs> nope. Um, Barry Oakley does come in where it's just bass and drums. Okay. Look, I think everybody at some point during a concert has to go to the bathroom. <laughs> That's right. And this is a fine service they're doing. I don't know if I would do that. I would be during during this song, Mountain Jam. I'd be. This was one of my favorite All Brothers songs. I would be worried I'd miss it coming back. Yeah. No, I wouldn't leave during Mountain Jam either. No. But Clinton used to have to, for some reason, during fish shows, she would always have to go to the um, bathroom during bathtub gin. So we called it bathroom gin because she <laughs> every time she have to go. I don't know, that song was like a trigger for her bladder. Start spasming as soon as the bath, bathtub gin came on. It's funny. I always had to go to the bathroom during if I could. Yeah, me too. Brian and Robert. No, I like circus, that Brian and Robert. Circus comes to town. Oh, don't you dare! <laughs> don't you dare! I uh, every, love that song. Every time you're 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 slow. You're you're slow. Stop slow it! Fan. Not mm 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 um, Sleeping monkey. <laughs> I could dab. If I hear sleeping monkey, I, it's an encore, and I'm heading for the car. What about contact? Um, I mean I've heard it, so it's kind of a special song. But I, if it's an encore, I'm walking to the car. I'm, I go to the bathroom during contact at any point in the show. If the encore is Love and Cup, I'm staying for the whole thing. Yeah, it's fun. If it's 45 minutes of snare drum, I'm staying. What dead songs did you go to the bathroom to? Uh, I can't remember ever going to the bathroom during a dead show. <laughs> I just went in my seat. <laughs> yep. I just peed the alligator. 
I wet my alligator. <laughs> yeah. So these are drums. <clears throat> and you and I mean I correct me if I'm wrong, you hit them with sticks. Sometimes brushes even. Or mallets. Now do you mean like a hairbrush? Tooth or hair is right out. It is strictly drum brushes. <laughs> the number will be three. No more, thou shalt not proceed to four. Yeah, this really goes on for a while. These drums. <laughs> <laughs> Fifty years ago today, some people were just as bored as we are. <laughs> One time when I saw the dead, um, Jerry stayed out with drums for a super long time. And this guy behind me was getting mad because the guy in front of me was standing up. And everybody else was sitting down. And the guy was like, hey, man, can you sit down? We were in the nosebleed. He was like, can you sit down? And the guy turned around super polite, and he was like, I'm sorry, sir, but I never sit down until Jerry leaves. <laughs> <laughs> and Jerry stayed out there really long that time. Here's the bass. Here we go. But this goes on for a while, too. <laughs> That's all right. As everything does. He's crazy, though. Some of this stuff is reminiscent of Phil when Phil does the chord stuff coming up. Mm -hmm. Oh, so good. Mm -hmm. Jesus. You get that bump, dunk, dunk. You get that like little grace notes kind of. Just the, the sheer like technical talent of all the guys in this band. It's incredible. This is reminiscent of like what Phil would do sometimes. Great. Making a bass be so like pretty like that. That's like whipping post esque. Yeah, he's almost playing, like, he's playing like triplets in there. What's that? That's like, what dead tune is that? 
Isn't that like, um, what is it? Like the 11 or the other one or something like that? Yep. Crazy, right? Mm-hmm. So good. Wow. It really is good. Oh. And it's cool. It's just him out there with the drums. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. Like, like the, the the whole... Um, Melodic. All the notes are his to yeah, choose from. Yeah, exactly. Back. Nice. Just up to the heavens. Yeah. Like uh, more than any other guitarist, I hear like clouds parting and sunbeams coming through when these guys play. Like, yeah. That just sounds like that to me. Yeah. Being from the south will do for you. you. Get to see the sun. Do and do do. <laughs> Feels like here since it's been here. <laughs> the bending that wow wow wow. Is this whammy bar? Or? I don't know. Probably right. That would be on the guitarist. Yeah. No, he's playing slide. That's Dwayne. Oh yeah. I thought you were talking about the keyboards because the keyboards have a really had a really weird kind of bubbly sound to them. Oh yeah. I like how the drums just kind of locked in with the bass there and just kind of give it the shuffle. Yeah. I'll just listen to the Dwayne, I didn't even hear that. It's hard not to focus on what Dwayne's doing when he's playing. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Dude, they hit those that rhythm. Wow. <laughs> so crazy. Oh. It's like micro microtonal shit. Yeah. It's so dirty and sometimes just like sassy. So nice. Flying. So nice. Oh, I think he 
bet playing some nice back background chords there. what the drummers are doing here though it's super frantic playing along with uh, crazy shit that Barry Oakley's doing even in this mellow party he's still walking yeah but the drums I felt like the drums could have like chilled out a little bit there oh that's gorgeous Building it up. Barry Oakley's driving a lot of the build there. <laughs> Boom! It's just like soaring. His guitar just soars. Yep. like fish ends a song oh it's not over <laughs> that sounds like fish ending a song right there it does <laughs> but if you could do this why end it <laughs> it's like a waltz oh dude so nice <laughs> Perfect keyboard sound. Yeah. The guitar going to doom, 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 doom. Oh, I know. Like, sounds like a 50s, like, you know. Uh, beauty school dropout. Mr. Sandman or something, you know? Oh, stank. Put some stank on it. Here it comes. Then it becomes like gospel. I mean, like I said, some of these parts might have been something they did pretty regularly. Like, I don't know if this is all totally improvised. Doesn't matter. No, I know. But I'm just saying. So good. It is, yeah. Or at least, you know, they did it, improvised one time, and then kept doing it or whatever. I don't know how it happened, but 
It turned into a fucking monster, whatever it was. How do you have the fucking balls to play a song for 30 fucking minutes? <laughs> how, how do you feel like, yeah, we're just going to keep playing this song. Everyone's going to be cool with it. And then they are. And they drag out the end. It's like that last Lord of the Rings movie where they like you think it's over and then it has like five more endings. <laughs> Mr. Frodo. <laughs> We're gonna look like Sam and Frodo at the end of this one. <laughs> Our feet will be all hairy. Just, <laughs> at the end, like just covered in ash and dirt. Blood red eyes. <laughs> Poop all over us. We're going back into it. Let's just go back into the song. <laughs> just our shirts are covered with crumbs of elven bread. <laughs> Lambus bread, do you mean? <laughs> Whatever it's called. <laughs> It's exhausting to listen to. How could they possibly play it? <laughs> I mean, I love it, but it's tiring loving it this much. <laughs> I saw Almond Brothers in um, at the uh, Shoreline Amphitheater. It's the only it's the only show I was on the lawn. It's the only show where I saw people actively having sex in, like, on the lawn. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. On the lawn and a woman just like she had one of those big hippie skirts, just spread her skirt out, mounted a dude, and just went at it. Oh, that is disgusting. Why? I don't like that. On the the lawn probably is pretty gross. I think maybe they had a blanket. Still. I don't I don't like the sound of that at all. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry, I did that to you. I saw the Almond Brothers in um, like 2000 or whatever it was. It was like the, whatever the last tour with Dickie Betts when they like kicked him out of the band. He was yeah. so bad. Really? Like every song. Oh, he was super he hit, drunk, I think. Yeah, super drunk, and like he hit like 15 bad notes per song. Oh, no. It was awful. Yeah, I saw him in like 90. Seven or something like that, or whatever. I don't know. It was pretty good, though. I, I saw remember. him a few years at Great Woods, but the last time I saw him was 2000. I think that, I think it was 2000. That last. Yeah. He was awful. I'd be surprised if I wasn't with you at that time. Probably must have been. Probably. Throw the ring, Mr. Frodo! Throw it in! <laughs> Sam, why didn't we just have the eagles carry us all the way? <laughs> if they could come this far, why didn't they bring us earlier? <laughs> Sam, my bad. You could have used the eagles. 
So you ready for another one? <laughs> yeah. So that the whole story is just so yeah, like I said, I, I love it. Donovan to the dead, to the you know, those Peter Green and Jerry and Dwayne jamming together to Almond Brothers. Now mm-hmm. we're gonna bring it full circle oh, with Donovan. the dead and, and the Almond Brothers together. And no. Donovan. Sadly, sadly <laughs> no. That'd be amazing. Can you imagine that happened? Uh, we have to at least mention, isn't it Donovan that's in that scene <clears throat> of the Bob Penny Dylan Bakers? Movie? Yes. Yeah. Where yeah. Dylan's super pissed that somebody threw a bottle. Yeah. And, and then he's Donovan's like, I did, like, I, did I did it. I did it. Okay. I did it. <laughs> yeah. Donovan, everybody knows you didn't throw the fucking bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you, don't, you don't have to say that. You don't have to say that. Um, All right. So, yes. Yeah, so, I was aware that the dead and the Almond Brothers had done... Um, the uh mountain jam together yeah watkins Glen. okay because i was aware they did it one time i believe at fillmore yes and i think that when we did the um i i believe that when we did the schoolgirl where pigpen does his rap um that was a stand i picked that one it was like a super like laid back jazzy rap Mm -hmm. and the night before they had done it like with Almond Brothers, I believe. Mm-hmm. It was like a crazy one the night before. Yeah, they played together. Like the lazy, jazzy one. Yeah, they played together a few times and uh, with that. And Jerry also, after Dwayne died, actually, in like 73. So Dwayne, this one, Dwayne is gone, unfortunately. Uh, so this is uh, at Watkins Glen without Dwayne. Um, no Dwayne. Right, yeah, 73. Um, so just Dickie Betts, actually. There's no second guitar player in the Almond Brothers for a while. And really? Barry Oakley was dead, too. So uh, they, had, they had two keyboard players, uh, Dickie Betts, um, new bass player, same drummers. But yeah, so this, uh, this is, there's some pretty great stuff in here. Mostly, obviously, you know, what Jerry's doing. And there's sometimes you'll hear there's a moments where Dickie Betts is trying to kind of with when, what Jerry is improvising, trying to do like the harmony thing. And Jerry needs, Jerry's not quite like in tune with it, but then eventually he picks it up and starts doing a little bit of the harmony stuff. It's mm-hmm. cool. Um, but anyway. Let's uh let's rip it and grip it. Wait, no, grip it then rip it. <laughs> oh no. If you rip it and then grip it, that sounds very sad. Oh, it's gonna be all sad. <laughs> Your raccoon pouch is gonna be a big red blanket. Oh. <laughs> Your guests aren't gonna wanna stand on it at your party. <laughs> So this is like, I think almost everybody from both bands, which is nuts. And it's surprisingly, it's a lot of people. surprisingly not chaotic. I don't know if it's every single one of them, but it's surprisingly not that chaotic for the number of people that are there. I think Keith is in there too, even. At 73, he would've, Keith would've been around. I think there's piano in here. I don't know if Greg played a piano or just always organ. I think he did both, probably. 
bet if he really tried, he could have banged something out on the piano. Yeah, I just don't know if he did regularly. Well, there's some nice piano in here. a little wild to get going. Jerry's like not all in at first. It's nice to hear his guitar tone in there though. Mm-hmm. Here, Bobby. Yeah, he's really <laughs> good in this. Watkins Glen thing. I don't know too much about it. It was like a festival, though, right? Where Almond Brothers played. It was called like Summer Jam or something like that. Summer Slam? <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We used to watch that every year at my house. We'd lay all kinds of mattresses down on the floor. And a bunch of my friends would come over and we'd watch Summer Slam and wrestle on the mattresses. Sounds sexy. Sexy time. Yeah, we'd oil up. It's a little off in there. Yeah, that was weird right there. Yeah. Did his monitor go out? Yeah. <laughs> out for lunch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> yeah. misses the super crazy bass. That keyboard is great. great to hear that what the, if the dead ever had somebody who was I think actually Brent was probably the closest thing to what uh, Greg Allman can do on the organ yeah probably
Where'd Dickie go? Yeah, I don't know. He's kind of laying back. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry's just spraying notes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. It's like playing fast notes, but then getting bends in there, all like mm-hmm. squeezing them in, squeezing it out. Jerry sounds good. The keyboard sounds so crisp. Bobby sounds so crisp. But some of the other things in the mix just sound so muddy. Like the drums are muddy as shit. I think a lot of that, you know, I got this from Archive. I just, it might be a digital artifacts. Maybe. From yeah. Quality yeah, of the recording. We're also hearing it in mono. Yeah. It'll sound better. Yeah. I'm hearing it over, over the internet from your thing, so... There's Bobby. Bobby. Yeah. Bobby's doing like sunshine daydream type stuff. Yeah. It turns into like a um, two chord jam. It's kind of like a fire I on the love mountain. A two chord jam. It's like, it's like fire on the mountain, which is crazy because it's like mountain jam with fire on the mountain. Fire on the mountain jam. With fire on the mountain jam. There's the piano, and I don't know if it's just Greg or if it's Keith or what. No, I hear both. I hear organ yeah. and piano. Well, I know. I mean, he, he might have two he hands. He could be using two hands. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that's Keith. Sounds like him. Whoa. That's crazy. Ripping on a theme there. It's like he's chasing a mouse across his piano. Yeah, there's definitely piano and with two hands and organ with two hands. <laughs> so I think it's two people. And a mouse. Inside, plucking the strings of the piano. <laughs> when I was a kid, we really did lose my hamster in the piano for like an hour. <laughs> it was like one of those upright pianos. You would think that wouldn't be and a place to climbed in the back it. and we couldn't get him out. Oh no. We had to wait for it to come out. We were all like, nobody play the piano. <laughs> he he dammed he him in there. He dammed himself up in there. It was a hamster dam. Leave that hamster damn joke dangling there for a while. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Three lead guitars now. Bobby's the only guitarist playing right now. <laughs> <laughs> and Phil playing lead. Mm. Oh, 
Our Jerry Notes. Feels even grosser. Does it hurt? Yeah. yeah. It still does a little bit. Anyway. Do you think you'll ever be attractive to people again? <laughs> no. Me neither, and I didn't even break my collarbone. <laughs> I'm a monster. Don't look at me. I'm a human being. <laughs> waiting. We're in like the waiting room waiting to see who's going to take over. Yeah. Jerry just twirled up into a tornado. Yep. Whoa. Jeremy's spinning. Uh, Jerry's spinning over Kansas. <laughs> Jerry was seen spinning somewhere over Kansas. <laughs> what was that? It's Dickie doing that little trill thing he does. It's people doing this like little. What? Yeah. What? Wait, what? Pickles. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Stop it, Tickles. <laughs> like being tickled. <laughs> Who hasn't looked at a child and wanted to elicit laughter? <laughs> That's that quote from a creepy tickler that used to be on Stern. Oh no. Yeah. He was super creepy. Yeah, but creepy. It was Grandpa Headache, did you say? No. Grandpa Headache. <laughs> I thought you said, oh yeah, it's Grandpa Headache. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Yes. Bobby's. Bill's chords. Jerry ripping. Yeah, this is like a fire on the mountain jam. Yeah. Yep. Very nice. Oh yeah. It is, it is almost a fire in the bottom. Oh. Greg ripping it up. Yeah. Slide up chords. 
Mayfield dropping bombs. Were the Almond Brothers just standing around and watching the dead for a little bit there? Because it <laughs> sounded like it. <laughs> right? I would have been. <laughs> yeah. This is weird. Yeah, broke it down, building it back up. How are they going to get back to Mountain, though? I don't know. I did read somewhere that, that there was a point, I think there might have been two bass players out there at some point, because the other guy came out or something, and, and Phil was like, what? there's a little break in there, yeah. Okay. That's the recording. Um, we have to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a point at which Phil's like, I just want to listen. So he stopped playing. It was just like listening. Because so he got so into it. Jerry's playing to the moon. Yeah. Oh yeah, Bobby. Crazy. This is the harmony part I was talking about. It's a unit. So many they're people. Really, they're really getting it, getting it together right here. It's crazy. But so many people. How do you do that? And the keyboard. Greg sounds great. Yeah. baseline there. Listen to everybody. <laughs> Listen, do you smell that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it got really smoky. <laughs> get really smoky, and here's just your eyes. 
testing your metal here today. <laughs> You're podcasting. Ouch. <laughs> testing this. <laughs> Fortitude of your podcasting pouch. Do you like the floor? <laughs> it's my pouch. <laughs> podcasting pouch. It's late in the evening. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> played uh, on a fucking Van Morrison song recently that's like anti-mask and like real piece of shit now. Both those guys. Keeps being beautiful. Just keeps being beautiful. know how to do this <laughs> i don't know how do they all seem board seem somewhat random <laughs> like, yeah. but it's, it's making a song and how do they know which one to go to <laughs> Can just do that. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Come on now. Surfing. <laughs> what do you think Donovan thinks about all this? <laughs> like, yeah, it wasn't that big of a deal when I wrote it. Kind of making a, kind of making a big deal about it, don't you think? <laughs> Thirty minutes. This one's only like twenty something. I didn't want to tell you that in the beginning. Has <laughs> that sunshine daydream feel again because of Bobby? Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. Especially, well, Phil, Jerry, and Bobby, well, all of them, even Keith. I mean, it definitely changes it up. But definitely at times, yeah, it sometimes sounded more like The Dead than it did The Allman Brothers, even though it's an Allman Brothers song. It's hard not, I guess it's hard for Jerry not to just take over.
Now they're thinking, how the fuck are we going to end this? <laughs> Wait, how do we stop? I think he's like, looks over at Jerry, like his eyes super wide. And he's like totally terrified. He's like, dude, I'm not, I'm not even playing it anymore. <laughs> the guitar is just playing, playing itself. itself. Yeah. It's a real Ruben and Charisse going on. It's like, dude, I swear I'm not doing that. <laughs> it's like that motorcycle. <laughs> Greg's like, I can end it. Watch me. Play this chord, you'll, you'll know it's ending. <laughs> Guys, I'm playing the ending chord. <laughs> Doesn't sound like they're serious about ending it. <laughs> We're gonna play the ending chord. We'll play more. <laughs> so that's it, man. It's over. Jeez. There it is. We did it. Uh, Mountain Jam is one of the first jams I was ever aware of there being a name for. So I remember we we got a lot of tapes. Yeah. Um, you know, Dead and Fish primarily. Mm-hmm. Although I did have some Almond Brothers. I had some. Uh, well, did I have Almond Brother? Did I did I have a fish tape that had a whipping post on it? Mm-hmm. It could have been a fish tape that had a whipping post. I don't know, but early on with the tapes, you know, you didn't. I a lot of songs you had never heard before until you right. got the tape. Yeah, what what song is this? And you look on the tape, and Mountain Jam was one of like the first jam on, I ever saw named on any tape. For was was it Almond Brothers? Who I don't know. If you didn't have Almond Brothers, it must have been, right? Who else played it? Eh, did Dead never do a Mountain Jam other than this? Uh, well, did they ever do a Mountain Jam by themselves that would be would have been labeled on a tape? Well, Mount, if you had the Watkins Glen show, that was a dead show. That was during the dead set. And yeah. the Almond Brothers came out. So I don't know about that. But Yeah, I don't so know. The, but the, I remember and, early on, like in high school, knowing yeah. about Mountain Jam and being really but it, into it. But it is a song, right? I mean, it's, a, it's on an album. So it's why like, is it's it not, called Jam? Because it comes from a different song. I think it came out of a jam. And then they named the song that. So the song, this is on an, I was not aware this was on an album. Well, it's on Eat a Peach. Is it really? It's live though. Oh. Yeah. What if I knew that? This version? No. Oh. Another no, live, no, a shorter no, live? No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know how much shorter it is. Uh, Mountain Jam is, well, yeah, it's 19 minutes and 37 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, on, it's live. It's live. Because um, they did yeah, One Way Out live, uh, live and Trouble No More as well as Mountain Jam live on Eat a Peach. But then, yeah. So it was on Eat a Peach. Uh, that's like one of their first albums, right? Um, 72. Yeah, yeah. No, Eat a right. Peach came out after Dwayne was dead. Yes, that's right. He's on it. He's yep. on it. Yeah, it came out after he was dead. Yep, it was recorded March and June of '71. Yeah. yeah, so it was recorded in '71, came out in '72. So he was, yep, yeah. But they only started in '69, so I don't know if they had. Did they have an album before that? I don't even know. I don't know that much about them. But anyway, 
Yeah, so that that's that, man. That's uh Eat a Peach that's, is their third studio album. Okay. But that's uh that's that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Um I liked it. I I've like I said, that's it's interesting to me because of it being a jam that's named. Yep. <laughs> it's a song. For, it's a song. I'm telling you it's a song. Yeah, but it's it's called Jam. Yeah, <laughs> hear you. And it taught me that jams can be named. And so, jams can be songs. I'm teaching you that jams can be songs. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do like it. And I and I remember hearing about Mountain Jam before I ever knew about the Donovan there song. There is a mountain. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then I learned about the Donovan song yeah. separately. And there was a period of time where I did not put two and two together. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I didn't I didn't discover the Donovan song because I was like, I need to seek out that this is another song. No, no me neither. I, I learned about the two of them independently and me did too. not put two and two together I for did. a period of time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But um, no, I think it's great. Um, you know, what's interesting to me, one thing I wanted to talk about, or not be at length, but Donovan's, the, the, the feel, the feel of Donovan's song. And then, you know, Jerry was just, referencing or quoting it whatever but uh you know it's and let's go let's go back to that a little bit because that was how how long after the the album was dropped one month it's crazy right that's that's the two things i want to talk about so firstly that point that point i really love that me too me too one of my favorite things was when um hendrix covered uh Um. Uh. What is it? Sergeant Pepper's. The day it came out, Hendrix. <laughs> something like that. Something well, yeah, like uh, or the next day or the next week or something like that. But he mm-hmm. he re- he's like, this just came out and it, it's amazing. And he, and he played Sergeant Pepper. Yes, yeah, yeah. he played Sergeant Pepper, and it's crazy, <laughs> and, it, and it was really cool. But like being so, I mean, that that you couldn't mm-hmm. avoid. Like you you could not avoid being aware of the Beatles. Like that that's not something. But like Donovan, you know, like. Mm-hmm. like I just, it's really interesting. It, it, it's interesting that because Jerry coming from a background of like Americana and like, you know, like he was in a, before he was doing the dead, he was doing like bluegrass and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that, I just wasn't aware of how in tune he was with popular music at the time when he, because, you know, obviously he was aware of all the rock and was influenced by it, but was, they were doing their own thing. But it's just really cool to know that how aware he was of his contemporaries, and the, but that but they didn't do too much of other than playing a lot of Dylan. They played a lot of Dylan covers. Donovan's kind of similar. I think put them in the same vein. They hung out together. Have we talked about that story? <laughs> Maybe a couple times on this on this podcast. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I. Yeah. It's. It's a little snippet into Jerry's brain, which I love. I love that yeah. little peek in there. That's, yeah, yeah, it's a little, um, it's a little Easter egg, and he and and, and he kind of manifested it into a whole song in another band. I feel like I feel like Jerry had a hand in that. How could he not? Yeah, but that's nuts. He manifested a song in another band, <laughs> but but then the other thing I want to talk about is you know that that. Bouncy, do 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 like the mm-hmm. feel of the original, mm-hmm. but then that you know the way it's yeah. like all of a sudden it turns into like you know because th- that first one is kind of like British countryside, like you could you know kind of skipping through the tulips, do 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 do, yes, you know, it but is then, very tiptoeing through the tulips, <laughs> yes, and then 
And then when you hear the of the Almond Brothers, you're like, this is like, (laughs) this is like the, this is like Southern, like being outside in the mountains. Like all of a sudden you feel the mountains. I don't feel like you feel the mountains in Donovan's version, but you feel the mountains. Right. You feel the Smokies or whatever. You feel like the speaker. You feel like the speaker in the Donovan version. Like you're all about like what's going on in his head, right? Yes. Yeah. Because I think Mm -hmm. he, yeah, exactly. And so, but, but then you just feel like all of a sudden you're outside, like you said, a ray of sunshine, like peeking Mm -hmm. over the, through the clouds and all of a sudden you're outside in the mountains or whatever with the Almond Brothers. And that's, and I feel like. But what, isn't that weird though? That even if, even if the dead played this 50 times in the middle of songs and the Almond Brothers jammed out on this a million times, like as part of like what, like I mean, the a song. idea that it's you, a song. yeah, the <laughs> idea that you would take that Donovan song, right. And turn it into just an instrumental jam is weird. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it, I mean, it's, it's great. It's amazing. I'm glad yeah. they did it, but it's yeah. weird. Yeah. It's a, it's, yeah, exactly. That's why, that's why this story is so awesome to me. And I like, I'm I'm particularly proud of myself of of of, tell, <laughs> of telling a story like this. I think I, I want to do more of this, you know, on this podcast. Like tell a story about a song, you know. I think we mm-hmm. do. I think you do with your thing because it's a song. You tell the story of the song, but I wanna I want to do that too on my steal your faces as well. Cool. Yeah. yeah. No, it's great. And then the other thing, the only other thing I want to talk about was, um, nope. Wait, do I have it? Where is it? No, I lost it. Damn it. That's all right. Are we going to do Keyboard Corner? Let's do it. Let's do it now. Keyboard Corner. From the tubes. Uh, Let me just say, Greg Allman played the keyboards. He did. He plays the Hammond organ Nick. mostly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> no, obviously he's amazing. His yeah. and his sounds are so good. Yeah. His, his and it's not. I know it's not just the organ he's playing because he knows how to play it. And when you play that organ and you play it really fast and it has that real chunky sound to it, yeah. he was doing a lot of that. It's and then rhythmic. there were those weird. Yeah. Yep. It's almost like vocal beatboxing. 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 It's like a chicken he's, beatboxing. He's peacocking. Beatboxing. He's corn popping. Beatboxing. Beatboxing. It's chicken who beatboxes. Rip ropping. Um, he he was, would play these great. He would. What I loved about it is when he's he would know when to just do like those long beds of just holding down the, the yeah. organ sound. That that vibrating. Or those trills almost like going. And then other times he's doing real chunky rhythmic percussion stuff. And then other times he was doing those crazy, like really high pitched, like attention grabbing things. Yeah. It was very interesting. It was interesting because I've never really. I don't know. To me, he's just like, I'm the Wayne Tale. No, I don't even I don't even really like that stuff, actually. I don't like, like it either. Yeah. But like that was the f- I learned about that before I ever learned about the Almond Brothers. Like, oh, yeah. From like early 80s MTV. Yeah. So like when the Almond Brothers came around, like I could never separate Greg from that. So he I never is, really paid a be, lot of attention to him, but he's really good. But he's a really good vocalist, too. I mean, yeah, for you sure. know, when it's not those lame songs, when, he, when he's playing like Almond Brothers songs, like doing like Whip and Post or whatever, like it's crazy. Like he, when he's doing Whip and Post, like it's, you feel 
the blues. Like it's intense. Yeah, and that's interesting that we've we listened to a lot of Almond Brothers tonight and we didn't hear any singing. No of vocals. Greg, which is yeah. interesting. Yeah, because it was instrumental. We only heard Donovan singing today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that is weird. It's a lot of instrumental he a, music. He has a magical voice though. He does. He does. It's like a great it's like a little raspy timbre be, of an old but he British. Should be like man. reading Beowulf. Yeah. Right? Yeah. In the old English. Yes. Or Chaucer. <laughs> the oldest of English. Yeah. First English. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, you know, certainly we can't, you know, uh, Keith did some cool stuff in that last version. He really did. And it was um, it, When he was playing, like, the, yeah, there was... It, when everybody else would drop out, he would still be doing his thing and it would weird, sound awesome. Like, descending chromatic stuff at yes. one point. And then, like, mm-hmm. yeah, it was nuts. And then, you know, and certainly... And there was we, that one point I pointed out where it was just... Bobby, Jerry, and Phil, and Keith, and they were yeah. just taking over. And yeah. It was awesome. Well, they turned it into Fire on the Mountain. Yes. <laughs> Take and, that. <laughs> yeah. Dicky. Yeah. Be so drunk. Um, Betsy didn't see Fire on the Mountain coming. <laughs> Betsy didn't? Betsy didn't. <laughs> um, then, you know, we heard a little bit of Pigpen. Well, we heard actually the second version, Pigpen, was amazing. The mm-hmm. second alligator we listened to. And that was yes, crazy. Yes. That, that was crazy too. That alligator like being the second alligator. I mean, it's just it was a jam in between, but still drums and jam in between. But mm-hmm. um that he did all sorts of stuff. But that's that's interesting. And I'm gonna have to go back and listen to more alligators now because that was unreal. That, oh, amazing. Real. Amazing. Unreal. I don't know if there are a lot of better alligators. We might have peaked on that one, but um so I ruined that a, one I'm for you. I'm gonna give it the old college try. Yeah, do that one, do that as an episode. Yeah. Uh, okay. But um, what what since we're in keyboard corner, one dichotomy that, or you know comparison between hearing Pigpen and uh, Greg play the organ, it's a very different style. Like Pigpen's coming mm-hmm. from like psychedelic, like yes, and, and and Greg's just coming from straight up like blues. And and I I don't know their relative training, but but Greg Almond is just first and foremost an organ player. Like he plays the Hammond organ. That's his main thing. Where I think um, Big Ben was a little bit more like piano and organ. And so, but, but just, he's it's just not quite the same level of virtuosity in the organ with Big Ben. And I love Big Ben's organ playing mm-hmm. a lot, especially since it, and I think it's in some ways better than Greg's for psychedelic stuff. But Greg, when it comes to like that, just, just sheer technical ability, like he's just incredibly talented mm-hmm. on the on the organ. but i don't i don't recall greg ever doing any of that stuff that pig does so well which is like those like lyrical motifs that kind of like go around and around yeah, and no like, uh, yeah i agree you know like just oh, like the kind yeah. of around and around type yeah, yeah single note stuff like i don't i don't recall hearing greg do a lot of that right because i don't know that's a traditional thing to for someone to do with the organ what pig pen does mm-hmm. and i would say greg almond is like classically like blues organ trained you know like just whatever mm-hmm. that's a thing but you know he's just like steeped in the w- tradition of what the blues organ is um yeah so that's cool <laughs> <laughs> you know so you got that, going. that was good i'm glad you did this this was interesting yeah, yeah it was it's fun. fun yeah all right that it are you okay? Oh, my, my shoulder hurts. <laughs> no, I am actually kind of distracted because of that right now. But well, I'm sorry. I just I don't know. I don't know how to end it. <laughs> I hope it feels better. 
Yeah, it will. It's getting better every day. Just like I did a lot today. Catherine and I went out to dinner, a nice dinner tonight, which is really nice. So I have my nice cardigan on. But um, we went like did some shopping today for some household goods. And then yeah, so a lot of shit. And I'm just kind of wiped. It just mm. starts to get real fucking sore after that. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just kind of distracted now. That's why I just I don't know how to end it. You have to you have to take the reins here. I'm struggling. <laughs> take it. Okay. Take them. Do you see the reins? I'm holding the reins to you. And called name. What? That was it. That's, that's weird. <laughs> that's how it's gonna end. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we also have to say judge not. Judge not. Let you be judged. <laughs> we did it backwards. <laughs> called name.